pastor and his people. Uh, today, I'm Pastor Dave Keen, and today I'm with uh, Jamie Whitaker. Jamie, hello. Hello, how are you? Good. Uh, Jamie, uh, I've known you for a long time now. Uh, it's been fun to kind of watch you you grow. Uh, so I just want to ask you kind of a little bit, uh, for those who, who may not know your story, but uh, where are you from? From a little town called Newberry, South Carolina, which is about 30 minutes north of Columbia. Um, there's not much there, cow pastures and uh, lots of farms and things like that. So very rural area. Okay. And, um, you know, one of the things that uh, we'll maybe want to start with your, your testimony is how did you come to know the Lord? Yeah, so I kind of have a rough childhood, um, so to say, just a, a lot of things that kind of happened growing up that um, were pretty big milestones in my life. Um, so growing up, my parents were um, maybe not the wisest financially. And so I think that impacted my life as an early age to kind of um, be a little bit more mature because I was aware of a lot of the issues that we had going on in our home. And I think because of that, um, I was just not necessarily focused on childhood type things. I was more, um, like I would hang out with like my grandparents and other adults um, more so than maybe kids. And so through that, my relationship with my grandparents, uh, my grandmother always encouraged us to go to church. And both sets of grandparents um, were very faithful church members when I was young. And so my dad's mom actually saw her every night read her Bible, and I would stay with her a lot. Um, and she kind of exposed me to a lot of thoughts about Christianity. And my parents did as well, but because of their financial struggles, I think they struggled with trusting God financially. And so I think there were a lot of holes in their faith. And I kind of saw that at a young age. Um, but my mom's mom constantly asked us to go to church and we would be involved with that. So when I was eight years old, I remember um, I was at Bible study or at vacation Bible school. And after that, they led a Bible study for kids. And I just remember really realizing um, just how beautiful it is that the Lord um that God gave us his son and I, it kind of clicked for me even at eight years old. And I remember thinking like, why aren't my parents believing this the same way I'm believing this? And mm -hmm. so that kind of started my transition and kind of my life, my walk with him. And I think as I got older, um, my parents continued to struggle and we eventually moved in with my grandparents and um, my relationship with the Lord just kind of grew as I got older and really started understanding things about life. And, um, when I was 14, my mom was diagnosed with a rare stomach disease, and it's called gastroparesis. It's basically stomach paralysis, um, and I was a part of a ministry called Wildlife, which is kind of like Young Life, but for middle schoolers, and I was involved in a local church then, and I just remember all of that. It was just a rough season, um, but thankfully, the Lord just held me close in that season, um, and looking back, it could have been very easy to walk away, but he just gripped me in those times, and I'm just so thankful for that because that song, He Will Hold Me Fast, I mean, he, he truly held me fast in those, those times, and um, she was sick for about two and a half years and then passed away, and it's just beautiful to see just the Lord's faithfulness through that. Yeah. Yeah. And just the continuation of um, just him growing me and, and bringing me to college and 
coming to park and helping me to see. Um, but he never let me go, even in times of doubt and sorrow and grief. Um, he remained faithful. And that's just been a, a testimony of my life and just seeing time and time again the Lord's faithfulness, no matter the season. And so I would say, yeah, it's just beautiful to look back and reflect and to see his kindness and his grace and just how he's brought different people into my life to continue to point me to him, even from an early, early age. Yeah. I know that uh, you may have struggled with this a little bit, but one thing that is very common for, uh, you know, young people who lose a parent, uh, they often are uh, embittered against the Lord, right? And get angry at him. Um, how did the, 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 your mom's sickness uh, and then her passing kind of, um, impact you? Hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely think there were times of bitterness for sure. Um, but when I say the Lord is faithful to bring people into my life, like he really brought people in to remind me, um, that he takes care of his people. And I think I was a part of that life in high school and through that, through my mom's passing, those people were very faithful in that season um, and were very helpful in helping me navigate um, what it means to lose a parent. And I did counseling when I was in high school shortly after my mom passed. And I think that was also very helpful to, to talk about my feelings and to know that the Lord gives us emotions and it's okay to feel those emotions. And so um, I think that was very helpful to be able to, to verbalize all that I was feeling. Um, and so I think that bitterness that was definitely there. I think it was softened by those people and those interactions and just the constant care of people around me during that season. Um, especially when I came to college, it kind of, my bitterness kind of changed because it, when you're at college, especially as a freshman, you see different families and you, you get to meet different people and hear their backgrounds. And it can be very easy to become jealous towards those that have parents, that have both their parents. Um, especially as a, as a daughter, jealous of people that have a mom. And so I think the Lord has just been very kind in helping me navigate that and helping me understand um, that, yes, I've lost a parent, but that doesn't mean that... I can't continue to fixate my gaze to him. And that doesn't mean that I can't trust him and that I can be happy and rejoice and have joy in him. Um, even in those times of bitterness and, and envy. So yeah, it's been interesting to kind of navigate that, especially as an adult now. Um, and just seeing kind of how just different seasons of life bring out different sides of grief um, that you're never really fully done grieving. Um, but it just looks different in different seasons. Yeah, uh, that's a good. That's a very good word. Uh, well, I've had the privilege to kind of watch you grow uh, a lot uh, over these last several years. And how did the the Lord use your 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 years in college uh, to grow you as a disciple of Christ? Hmm. I think when I came to college, I definitely was a Christian, obviously, but I don't think I knew what it meant to really study his word and to to really give myself to a local church um and so I think my time those four years of college were just simply beautiful honestly um 
I kind of stumbled upon park a little bit. Um, and so when I came, I really wasn't sure what I was coming for necessarily. I just knew I was supposed to be a part of a church. Um, and I've always kind of been a rule follower. So if someone tells me I'm supposed to do something, I typically do it. Um, and so becoming to park and being a part of Bible study and eventually girls Bible study, Lord just really grew my knowledge of him and, and just my love for, for his word and, and for communing with his people um, and just helping me to understand more about him, honestly. I mean, I just grew exponentially in college, so it's kind of crazy to think back over those course of the years and to see where I came from and just how the Lord has been so kind and gracious and bringing people again into my life to to teach me about him and and through Park and the discipleship factor there, like, I mean, you have played a major impact in that. And so I have so many other members of our body and just helping me um, to continue to faithfully study his word and to live it out in the context of a local body and to see the picture of the gospel with Christ and his church lived out was, has been really beautiful. Amen. I think you um, and your group of friends really helped be the, the kind of the catalyst uh, to come in and to love people who are not like you, to love our senior saints, to build those sweet relationships, uh, to really make Park a family, and yet not to be satisfied with um, kind of a shallow knowledge of the Bible. Let's go deep in the Word. And I think that you kind of uh, were one of the catalysts that helped really grow our church to where it is today. So I'm tremendously grateful. Um, well, during your college years, you also met your husband, John Whitaker. Yeah. Tell me, tell me about your um, your first uh, date. <laughs> well, it kind of depends on what you call our first date, but I guess our kind of first date, he invited me to go to his brother's wedding, um, which I don't know if he would call that a date, but I thought it was honestly. <laughs> So, yeah, if you know John Walker, you know that um, he is just a funny guy who loves to have a good time. And so he invited me to his brother's wedding to get to know me better because we were both serving in the ministry called Young Life at the time. And we were both going to park at the time. And so, um, yeah, just really funny kind of getting to know his family and being a part of his wedding, the brother's wedding. And he at the time probably did not view it as a date, but I did. Um, and was just very excited to be able to go on that with him. Um, but about six months later is when we had our official first date. Um, and so, yeah, kind of funny story with that, but cause I thought it was a date and he did not. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you guys both got married young and there may be people who are listening to this who, who may uh, also be considering getting married young. Uh, what is, you know, in your opinion, uh, how has been being married so young been a, a benefit and a blessing to you? Yeah, we were just talking about this to some friends the other day. Um, I think the Lord has just used our marriage to sanctify me in ways that I really didn't expect, um, but in a beautiful way. And I think for us getting married young, I think it helped, first of all, in our own personal walks with the Lord. Um those of you that are married know marriage is a very sanctifying union. Um, your sin is on display for the world, just for that person to see. And but it's 
so beautiful gift of discipleship with having a husband who was willing to to disciple me and to lead me and to help me um, continue to fixate my gaze on the Lord, um, even in seasons of, of hardship. And so getting married young, I mean, financially, it has um, given us a lot of wisdom and how to handle money because we haven't had a lot because we're young. And so um, just wisdom there and also just um, being married young, I think, has helped both of us in ministry as well. Um, if, Kind of with college ministry, having each other has been really helpful. Um, and so with being married young as well, I think, I don't know, I got married in college. And so um, just a really sweet thing to, to do life early on with your spouse. Um, I mean, we've been married four years now, and I'm, I'm only 25. And so to think that I spent the last four years um with my husband has just been really sweet and a gift um, that a lot of people when we just got married were very hesitant about us getting married young, but it really has been just a sweet, sweet blessing from the Lord, um, especially to be able to to have a spouse who is willing to to lead and who is willing to to disciple and to care for me in ways that um, are just beautiful. So, Amen. Well, you and John have always kind of been involved in ministry. Uh, ever since you met each other, you were doing ministry with Young Life, and then uh, came and started doing ministry with Park and OP, and uh, now you guys are leading the college ministry at Park. Um, what is one of the blessings and the joys of doing a college ministry with a local church, right? What are some of the things you've seen as just a, how the Lord has used, um, you know, reaching intentionally reaching out to college students with a local church uh, to be a blessing in the Lord? Yeah, I think of partnership and teamwork, um, especially with a local church, like knowing that people are praying and people are there and people are willing to open up their home for Bible study or whatever the case may be. And it's just been beautiful to be able to, to do ministry, knowing that you have the support of the local church too. And it's not just um, an individual ministry, like we are all joined together. Um, and I think that's been really encouraging. Um, college ministry has just been a sweet gift. I mean, it has just been beautiful to watch it grow um, and to be a part of it from college. I mean, I've been at Park for almost seven years now. And so getting to experience it as a college student and now um, as an adult has just been a beautiful gift and has it's been sweet to see just the Lord provide, um, the Lord provide families and the Lord provide resources and um, just opportunities to, to share his gospel and to love people, um, especially college students. And I think it's beautiful in our church to be able to connect those college students that we're bringing in and to the saints and families that I love dearly and to just watch the Lord form those connections um, that only he really could could form. Um, so that's been really sweet as well, um, especially as someone who I've seen the church change a lot. Um, and so it's been beautiful to watch even the, se the different seasons that our church has gone through over the past six, seven years and just how he has continued to just bring people together in unity, um, especially with college students and, and other families and senior saints. So that's just been really beautiful to get to watch and to be a part of. Um, and like I said, again, to know that we're not doing ministry alone has been really sweet as well. 
uh, you know, Jamie, you uh, do so much uh, for the life of our body um, in reaching out to college students and discipling um, our, our ladies and loving our uh, our seniors and and, and our um, our young moms. Sometimes I forget that you actually have a, a full time job. <laughs> uh, what is your full time job, uh, and uh, what do you do now? So I'm a third grade teacher um, at Hickory Grove Shared Elementary in Hickory Grove. And so, um, yeah, that's been really fun. I've been doing that for three years now. And so um, I do have a little bit of a commute. So I, I have time to think and process and pray and different things like that. But, um, but yeah, I love my job. I love teaching. Um, it is a lot of work, um, especially figuring out how to balance church life, work life, and figuring out how those how I can connect those two as well. So it's definitely been a learning process, but one. Yeah. Well, one of the things I love about when I hear you talk about your, your, your teaching, uh, of course, all teachers like to, um, you know, share, um, you know, their knowledge with their students, but you really love just your kids, right? And you really feel like you have a, your heart t- tends to break. Uh, for your kids when you see what they experience. How has you being a teacher helped shape your walk with the Lord and just maybe your view of evangelism and discipleship? Yeah, I think as a teacher, you get the unique opportunity to to almost be a, a second parent to a lot of the students. So I'm an elementary teacher, so my kids are young. They're eight and nine. Um, and so getting to... I mean, I'm there with them for eight hours every single day. And so you really um, just have immense opportunities to share the Lord with them. Um, And so it's just been a reminder for me as well that the gospel doesn't have an age limit, that even eight and nine-year-olds can understand um, the Lord. And they they can, I don't know, being a teacher, you especially times like this with... um, the coronavirus and everything, I got a chance to to ride on buses to deliver meals to some of my kids and to see where they live and to see where they, um, just the, the areas where they're from. Um, you never really know what a kid has going on in their life. And I think that's true of all of us, right? Um, everyone has a story and everyone has um, things that they're, they're struggling with, um, especially in the context of being a teacher, like I am a safe house for a lot of my kids. And so I have um, taken on the burdens of a lot of them. And that is the case with ministry, no matter where you do ministry. Um, Those that you're reaching out to and you're evangelizing to you are going to have a story and they're going to have questions and things that are going on. Um, And so how has it helped me with my walk with the Lord? It's just trusting that he is working um, because we are not capable of that on our own, right? The Lord uses us as vessels, but he is the one. um, We plant the seeds and he provides the growth and trusting him in that, especially um, as a public school teacher, I have boundaries on things that I'm allowed to share. And so trusting that the Lord is using what I am doing in my classroom, the things I say and my actions to to grow and my students' hearts towards him um, has been really sweet and just relying on him for that. So it's been a privilege to to be a teacher and to get to learn that in the context of my classroom, for sure. Amen. Uh, well, you have been 
part of Park uh, for a long time. You know, I've been there for eight years, and you've been there for almost seven. Uh, how have you seen? Yeah. How have you seen the church grow uh, since you've been there? What are some observations that maybe you can give to, to, to one of those folks who've one of our older members in terms of um, length of time? Yeah, it's. Uh, I was talking to Lynn about this not too long ago. Just yeah, our church has changed tremendously. Um, in good ways, though. It's just, when you walked in seven years ago. Um, our age, average age, would probably be what seventy-five, maybe yeah, 60, yeah. seventy, um, <laughs> something like that. And so it's immensely active. I mean, we have kids, lots of kids, lots and lots of kids. And so that's been beautiful to see, um, to see more families and to see that. 50, 60 age range being filled as well. Um, and just to see the Lord bring each family person congregation with gifts. I mean, that's just cool to watch you as we grow and grow. The Lord continues to meet our needs. And so that's just been really cool to see. Um, it has been hard. Um, we've had lots of funerals, which I know you know very well. Um, so that's definitely been tough to experience. Um but also just see the faithfulness of those senior saints who have been there for years and years and years and have experienced a lot of change. And just to see that they are still unified and they are still faithfully attending our, our body and our services. And they are still um, just faithful members of our church. And that's been really cool to watch, especially as a college student and then graduating and becoming into that young professional area of life or season of life. Um, it's just been really cool to watch the faithfulness of those people. Um, so yeah, it's changed a lot, but been really sweet to just see the Lord um, bringing in different families and of different economic status and race and all these other areas of how he's diversifying a congregation has been really cool to see as well. Um, and to see the unity that we do have and that is from him and so reminding us that even as we grow that we trust that the Lord will continue to unify our body no matter what direction he continues to take us amen well do you have anything that we could be praying for you about well um right now with all of the uncertainty with the virus um when we left school, I, I wasn't able to tell my kids bye because we thought we were coming back. Um, so my first request would just be to pray that um, hopefully we, we do get to see our kids before the end of the year, at least to tell them bye. So I am transitioning to a new job in the fall. I'm still going to be teaching, but I'm going to be teaching here in Rock Hill um, at Mount Gallant Elementary School, which I'm very excited about. Um, but if I, if I don't get to see my students before I leave, it's just going to be kind of tough, especially like I told you earlier, as a teacher, you become like a parent to those students. And so it, that'll be really tough to not be able to see them. Um, but also just praying that um, the Lord would just continue to give John and I wisdom or Whit and I wisdom as we um, just navigate our 20s, what that looks like. And um, there's a lot of decisions you make in your 20s. And so that we would just trust him in those decisions of um, to buy a house, to not buy a house, to start a family, to not, and all those different things that come with your 20s. And so also just pray for us as we continue to lead college ministry and as we continue to 
to try to love college students well and for our own personal walks with the Lord that we would not forsake those in times of, of busyness and, and just change. So, yeah. Amen. Well, let's, uh, let's pray to those things. Uh, Father, we thank you for Jamie and just the work you've done in her life. Father, I thank you for uh, giving her a heart for people and how you have just given her a heart to love her students. I pray, God, that you would allow her to see her students to be able to say goodbye and be able to, to, to send them off, Father. We thank you so much for her love for them, and we pray, God, that, that you would just uh, continue to use her in the life of more students uh, to impact them with the love of Christ. Uh, Father, we, we do pray for, for both John and Jamie that you would give them wisdom as they think about all the big decisions of life. We pray that your uh, hand would be upon them as, as they plan their way. We pray that you would direct their steps, Father. Uh, do uh, as you see fit in their lives to mold and make them to your, to your glory. Father, we thank you for um, all the things that you have uh, gifted uh, Jamie to do, Father. The, the gift that she is to our body, the way she loves, the way she serves especially in among these young girls in terms of young ladies in, co in college discipling them. We pray you give her favor and discipleship and that both John and, and Jamie would have wisdom as they as they lead that ministry. So, Father, we, we pray that your glory would be had in the Whitaker family uh, and the specifically that you would use Jamie to bring many to know you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.